0: Radio Daily for Halfway Day. And some folks ask me halfway to what, and I'm like, really? I've explained this a lot over the years, I think by now you know, and if not, it doesn't really matter. Welcome to the 24th of Octo- October. What the hell? <laughs> I'm jumping so far into don't, the world. Don't do that to me. I haven't prepped anything. Yeah, right? Hey, welcome to February of next year. We're the fine folks at GeekRadioDaily.com. Welcoming you to the official August 24th, which, how can I skip this day, is National Waffle Day. Ooh. W is for the many ways that they're served. A is for the admiration they deserve. F is because they're fluffy, they're flaky, and fun. Is F is for the flavor of the second to none? Anyway, the folks bringing it to you today is the the man that knows exactly what he wants to be when he grows up, that there's podcasting, Rick Siegfried. You want to be like Fonzie, don't you? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Hi, everybody. I'm the guy that's figuring things out. When I wasn't ready to. I'm the wonderful Billy Flynn. You know, I'm starting to feel that maybe torture isn't the way to get what you want, you know? But it's good for a waffle. L is for how light you are, you melt in my mouth, and E is for eggs. Oh, baby, what happened, sir?
1: Didn't Weird Al have a song, Waffle Stomping Day? In (laughs) 79, in the Bay of Naples, Mount Vesuvius erupts, killing roughly 16,000 to 20,000 people and burying the sites of Herculaneum, Pompeii, and Stabiae beneath ash and magma. Pliny the Elder, one of Rome's greatest scientists, dies in the incident.
0: Same day, same year, the doctor and Donna stop an invasion of the Priveiles, an orphaned alien race made of stone and magma, by triggering the nearby volcano of Vesuvius to erupt.
1: You know, one of those guys looks really familiar in that episode. <laughs> in 1456, the printing of the Gutenberg Bible is completed. Although it is not the first book to be printed by Gutenberg's new movable-type system, it will be the work for which Gutenberg will be remembered. It will mark the advent of the Gutenberg Revolution, the age of the printed book, and police academy.
0: 1853. The first potato chips are prepared by its chef, George Crum, a Native American at Moon's Lake House in
1: Saratoga Springs, New York. 1869. The first U.S. patent for a waffle iron is issued to Cornelius Swarthout, of Troy, New York. Put them all together with a how-do-you-do. 1891,
0: Thomas Edison and W.K. Laurie Dickinson apply for two patents for a kinetographic camera, which will come to be known as the kinetoscope, the first motion picture camera.
1: 1912, motion pictures are added to the list of protected works under the U.S. Copyright Act. Films previously had to be registered as photographs, I guess like a Bunch of photographs? <laughs> Technically. 1932, Amelia Earhart becomes the first
0: woman to fly across the United States non-stop when she lands in Newark, New Jersey after departing from Los Angeles, California a little over 19
1: hours prior. 1934, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Philo T. Farnsworth, aged 28, produces a televised picture of the moon. It's the first use of television in astronomy.
0: 1960, a world record low temperature of negative 88 degrees Celsius, negative 127 Fahrenheit, is recorded in Vostok, Antarctica.
1: jesus 1966 soviet union launches the luna 11 lunar orbiter on a mission to explore the moon same day same year
0: 20th century fox releases the science fiction film fantastic voyage directed by richard fleischer starring stephen boyd raquel welch edmund o'brien and donald pleasance to u.s theaters
1: how old is coolio (laughs) 1968 gen con 1 is held at the horticultural hall in lake geneva wisconsin It is the first official Gen Con, though a similar gathering had been held the previous year at the home of the event's founder, Gary Gygax. Between 50 and 100 people attend the event.
0: 1981, Apple Computer runs a full-page ad in the Wall Street Journal 12 days after IBM entered the personal computer market with the release of the IBM PC. The ad will come to be known as, Welcome IBM, Seriously.
1: 1987, NASA announces the discovery of dust storms on Mars the size of Earth tornadoes. The term... Martian tornadoes spread through the media like wildfire. 1989, the U.S. space
0: probe Voyager 2 completes its final planetary flyby of its mission, leaving Neptune behind after taking photographs, which show three complete rings and six previously unknown moons about the planet. It also collected data proving that Neptune's atmosphere is stormy, with a notable magnetic
1: field oriented at an angle to its axis of rotation. 1995, Microsoft launches Windows 95, a new version of its flagship operating system two years to the day, After Apple lost the lawsuit it brought against Microsoft for infringing on the copyrights, protecting its own operating system.
0: And on that same day, Microsoft launches a major online service, MSN, the Microsoft network as a direct competitor to AOL. And of course, Microsoft Office 95, an Office suite that integrates into Windows 95.
1: 1996, Ghost in the Shell becomes the first and only Japanese animated film to reach the number one spot on the Billboard Top 40. Video sales charts at that time. So good. 1997, Gordon Spence discovers
0: the 36 known Mersenne prime number, the largest prime number discovered to date, which is expressed as two in a bunch of damn numbers, negative one, because I'm not that kind of a nerd. <laughs>
1: Cybernetics professor Kevin Warwick of the University of Reading in the United Kingdom becomes the first man in history to be surgically implanted with an RFID device. The device will remain implanted in his left arm for nine days in what will be called Project Cyborg.
0: No 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 no. 2000, Nintendo unveils the GameCube video game system, which indeed was a cube that played games. Nintendo also unveils the Game Boy Advanced handheld video
1: game system.
0: So good. 2001, Dimension Films released the comedy film *Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back*, directed by Kevin Smith, starring Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, Shannon Elizabeth, Blinking to Miss It, George Carlin giving you the rules of the road.
1: I actually have a *Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back* joke later on. Didn't even realize. Screen Gems releases the horror film Ghosts of Mars, directed by John Carpenter and starring Ice Cube, Natasha Henstrick, and Jason Statham. Guess which one did better.
0: 2005, Google launches a beta version of Google Talk, a web-based instant message and voice-over internet protocol application for Windows. Google claims that the software enables you to call or send instant messages to your friends for free, anywhere,
1: anytime in the world. 2006, in a vote following a 10-day general assembly in Prague, the International Astronomical Union redefines the term planet to intentionally crap all over Pluto. Yep, and Neil deGrasse Tyson did a dance of joy. 2011,
0: Steve Jobs sends a letter of resignation to the CEO position to the board of Apple. He asks that the executive order be made and COO Tim Cook be made CEO. Jobs states that he could no longer physically do the position. He was reassigned to chairman of the board.
1: Pissing off Carrot Top. (laughs) Birthdays? Rupert Grint is 34 from Thunderpants, Super Clyde, and of course was Ron in Harry Potter. Chad Michael Murray is 41 from Freaky Friday, House of Wax, Jack on Agent Carter. Jennifer Lean is 48, American History X, the Men in Black series, and Kess on Star Trek Voyager.
0: Dave Chappelle is 49 from Robin Hood, Men in Tights, Half-Baked, Undercover Brother, hasn't done anything noteworthy in a long time.
1: I also have a Dana Gould reference later on in this episode. Uh, Jesus Christ. Nice. Dana Gould is 58. He's a writer on The Simpsons, the writer and creator of Stan Against Evil, influential as heck stand-up comedian, one of the the, the founders of the alt-comedy movement, and of course is a fantastic podcaster with one of my favorite podcasts besides this one. The Dana Gould Hour. David
0: Keckner is 60 from Wag the Dog, The Spy Who Shagged Me, Anchorman, and the season three,
1: Twin Peaks. I have never seen him be bad in anything. Nope. I love David Koechner. Oh, and uh, Naked Trucker. No, no, he was... And T-Bone from T-Bone and Naked Trucker. That's true. Naked Trucker and T-Bone. Eh. Craig Kilborn, 60. From The Daily Show, Old School, and The
0: Bronze. Jared Harris is 61 from Lost in Space, Mr. Deeds, Resident Evil Apocalypse, and Lincoln.
1: St- Steve Gutenberg. I have unintentionally uh, apparently either made jokes or predicted already three people that are in the uh, birthdays here. Steve Gutenberg is 64 from Boys from Brazil, Man Who Wasn't There, Lavalanchola, and of course, Police Academy yep. series.
0: Stephen Fry is 66 from Fry and Laurie, Jeeves and Wooster, the guide in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, The Great Indoors, and was wonderful in Sandman.
1: Yes. Jay Regalbudo is 73 from Street Hawk, The Sword and the Sorcerer, Southland and Murphy Brown. Ann Archer is 75 from Fatal Attraction, Patriot Games, and Man of the House. Born this day no longer with us in 1901, Preston Foster, Dr. X, and the Time Travelers. 1934, Kenny Baker,
0: who you might know from this little movie called Star Wars, but was also in Flash.
1: Gordon, Time Bandits, and was quite an accomplished violinist. I didn't know that. 1949, Charles Rocket from SNL, Dumb and Dumber, and Hocus Pocus. I want to know who effing did it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice reference. CBS, new Big Brother, Independence Day on a new The Challenge USA. ABC's got reruns. The Connors, Goldbergs, Abbott Elementary, Home Economics, Pressure Lock, reruns, 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 reruns. NBC has qualifiers three results on a new America's Got Talent and the resorts. Fox, it's Gas Station Gourmet Winner's Mystery Box. It's a new Master Chef. I don't even understand what they're doing anymore. Are they making Gas Station egg salad sushi? Ew. I'm in. CW Jennifer and UFO journalist Ryan Sprague investigate some of the most enigmatic UFO events in American history on a new Wellington paranormal.
0: Freeform. Phoebe wants to be cool. Auntie Fifi to her new interns, which leads to problems. Jessica teaches Jaden how to own the space for his town hall on a new everything's trash. AMC has the fugitive. <laughs> this is a children's show, sir. FX. Hollywood stars Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney attempt to take over the world's third-oldest professional football, a.k.a. soccer club, located in Wrexham, a working-class town in
1: northern Wales United Kingdom on a new Welcome to Wrexham. I'm interested in that show because both of those fellas are ridiculously charming. FXX Simpsons Marathon with Paths of Glory and Arthood. Or Barthood, if I could type. FXM Charlie's
0: Angels, but it's the 2019 one. Mm Mm-hmm. Paramount has major league.
1: That's a good time.
0: siffy Asta tells Dan about the shout about the shooting. Harry learns what it takes to be a good friend of a new resident alien. PBS has all-elite wrestling Dyno." Damn right, but we're watching the Lifetime Movie Network because an esteemed obstetrician struggles to recover from her darkest secret being revealed when she discovers a young woman is posing as one of her student residents to get revenge on her for something she did at the student's mother and in the past. Alanki Adelaide and Mary Antonio star in Revenge. Delivered. And I'm pissed they didn't think of calling it Stirping up trouble. The wonderful Billy Flynn looks at what Chad and Abby are up to now. If you know what TV show they're on this week, you could win yourself a prize. It's your further adventures of Chad and Abby update. Stefan has found a magic crystal that makes any of his future predictions become reality. Now, the crystal cannot be destroyed from the outside, so Chad's team has to find another way to eliminate this threat. Stefan found this crystal on the phantom planet. He fought Major Dundee for it. He should be careful, though. This crystal takes its toll. Where does it hurt, Stefan? Hashtag Chabby. Forever.
1: (laughs) It's time to check your mailbox!
0: Hey, GRD. What if the 20-year-old CGI baby had a show with the Nirvana baby? Not sure what it would be about, but I just think that would just make it a hit regardless, especially if the theme was Baby, Baby by Amy Grant. Oh, wait, 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 wait. And they could call it Baby, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. That's from Thomas.
1: Oh, I like it. I like where your, where your head's at. That
0: sounds like the kind of stupid thing I would say, Thomas. If you've got a stupid thing like I would say, and Thomas does as well, drop us a note at podcast at geekradiodaily.com. Of course, a voicemail, a text message. Use the magic numbers of
1: 510 oh, grd curl So it wouldn't be the b baby you aint seen nothing yet song? Fair enough. Mm. Or we may we make him scrap, and the theme song is... By Britney Spears. Get the full spectrum of electronic selection at Tiger Squawk Records. Tiger Squawk Records. Facebook.com slash Tiger Squawk Records. Industrial, goth, electronic rock, EBM, EDM, IDM, experimental, and noise. Spanning the globe direct to your earlobe. It's the record label with jumper cables. Tiger Squawk Records. Tiger Squawk Records. Facebook.com slash Tiger Squawk Block records.
0: Hi, everyone. This is Ken Mater with the film Displacement, and you're listening to Geek Radio Daily. Oh, he is so modest. There's many, many other films. My damn Displacement's good. Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14. That's a very serious bookman. What's up there, bookman?
1: Well, from Detective Comics, we've got Detective Comics Mech, Q of Six, Fables 154 of 162, justice league versus the legion of superheroes five of Sticks, and after years of bitter and violent conflict the greek pantheon of gods stands united to welcome their latest goddess hippolyta of Themyscira. due to her heroic efforts in the mortal realm the former queen has earned her rightful place among the gods and plans to use her newfound powers to take care of her amazon sisters from beyond little does she know some of the gods are wary of the new future hippolyta brings and will do just about anything to stop it in Olympus Rebirth, number one. Over at Marvel, it's Axe Judgment Day, hopefully not the Body Spray, three of
0: six. Spider Gwen Gweniverse wraps up its five. Wolverine Patch wraps up its five. And Marvel's Unsung Heroes finally gets sung. After the mega parrot battles and Hulk-level catastrophes, they're there to clean up the mess and get things back to normal. There's much more to them than just a glorified cleanup crew, and this new series is going to pull back the curtain and reveal the secret inner workings previously only available to people with clearance level 8. And we'll get to see it all through the eyes of Gus, a fresh-faced, eager newcomer to the company who has no idea how chaotic his life is about to become in damage control.
1: 1 of 5. From Boom Studios, we've got all-new Firefly number 7. Magic, a Gajani Goldmane number one. Wind, the throne in the sky, one of five. From Dark Horse, we've got Pearl, three, four of six. Shaolin, cowboy, cruel to be kin, four of seven. Stranger Things, Kamchatka, wrapping up its four. And it's hard out there for a supervillain. Not the world conquerors, chaos engines, or arch nemeses, is, is, but the little guy's. The ones who put on uniforms, knock over jewelry stores, and get tied to poles. And things are about to get worse. The psychotic Stickman has murdered Kid Dusk, sidekick to Twilight City's premier crime fighter, the Insomniac. The Insomniac's teammates are tearing Twilight apart, turning it into a police state, desperate to capture Stickman and stop the Insomniac from crossing that final line in which he may never come back from. Caught in the middle are the small-time C-list villains, finding it impossible to walk down the streets without being harassed by these heroes. With a bounty on the Stickman's head, former villain Playtime decides to assemble a ragtag team of villains to take down the Stickman and kill him themselves in Minor Threats, number one.
0: IDW Publishing, My Little Pony, number four, Sonic the Hedgehog 52, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Armageddon game, opening moves, (laughs) Wraps up its two, image deadly classes at fifty five. I hate this place. Is at number four. Public domains at three. But over at Zenescope Entertainment, the Dark Princess's plans to rule the universe are coming to fruition. The worlds are falling before her feet. Only Sky and a handful of desperate heroes stand between hope and utter annihilation in this massive, climatic, oversized conclusion to the fractured universe saga, in Grim Fairy Tales Twenty Twenty Two Annual. Number one. I'm not wearing any pants. Film at 11. Geek news! Taking a look at the world from a geeky point of view. Owen Teague, it, the stand, Mrs. Fletcher, has been signed on to play the lead primate in the first of the next series of Planet of the Apes films at 20th Century Studios. For why though? The Maze Runner trilogy director Wes Ball takes overhelming duties on the project, which is aiming to begin production before this year ends. Oh, okay. I mean, Mates Runner was good. Plot specifics, next chapter, who the hell knows. But getting the Apes franchise going again has been a high priority for Disney ever since it acquired Fox. Ball has been attached since 2019 and delivered a script earlier this summer that got things moving. As long as Tim Burton is not attached in any way. Casting has been underway since June, and while his search is continuing for the main human role, Teague wowed with a screen test and was offered the role in recent weeks to be the Ape. Now, we love the Ape series. For whatever reason, you know, they aren't putting Dana Gould in charge of it, but I don't know why we need another run. We already have the perfect version. Just watch Jane the Bob Strike Back.
1: Like, uh, that was a twofer. in referenced earlier, and I didn't even realize. We got six seasons, and now we're getting our movie. Rick and Morty co-creator Dan Harmon has affirmed that his acclaimed sitcom Community is getting a film spinoff, though says it's likely some time off. Don't don't do that to me. Don't give me hope. Actress Allison Brie recently indicated that legitimate conversations were underway about a Community movie finally happening. Harmon responded to those comments, "I'll confirm that Allison said, which is that legitimacy is here. Conversations and agreements are happening. There's a story." We know if we'll end up sticking to it. Who knows if we'll end up sticking to it, but it has something we had to compile in order to take it out and court various venues. And now, negotiations happen. Can we get Padgett Brewster and Jonathan Banks back? And and, and Matt Berry? Grifting one. Then he goes on to caution that the news doesn't mean the film is happening soon, suggesting it could be years away. However, the big change, as far as the industry is concerned, this is a matter of when and not if. For sure. Now, most of the show's major stars, including Joel McHale, Gillian Jacobs, and Ken Young, have expressed enthusiasm for reprising their roles in an eventual movie. But it won't be the same if I can't hear, pop, pop. Now, I've often thought about what a movie would be about, because I love community. I mean, it'd have to be about the search for Troy. Ooh, maybe an intervention for Starburns. Or how in the hell did Abed appear in a bunch of MCU movies?
0: Frequent movie-going sickos, Uh, our time has come again on August 22nd. Details surrounding the comeback of MoviePass were finally revealed after months of teasing and speculation. According to a statement sent by co-founder and CEO Stacey Spikes, the official relaunch is set to begin on Labor Day this upcoming September 5th. I want to thank everyone for their support in helping us get here, Spikes wrote. If you were a 2012 OG or caught this wave towards the end, we look forward to welcoming you
1: back. September 5th. Movie pass. Wow, what a great birthday present for me. The subscription-based
0: ticketing company had a tumultuous rise and fall towards the end of 2019, but Spikes has frequently promised that the mistakes previously made would not be repeated. The promise was reiterated in a news statement, particularly claiming that the service went downhill after it was purchased by analytics from Helios and Matheson in 2017.
1: I don't know how you could mess up something as simple as MoviePass, or how it would make money...
0: So the new version of MoviePass, what's it going to be? Well, first, it's going to be a bit more exclusive than previously. Spikes announced that a wait list for the relaunch will begin starting tomorrow, saying that it will be the only way to sign up in the foreseeable future. This move is probably to limit the number of people actually using the service. Many of the problems (laughs) MoviePass encountered in its heyday, you know, involving more customer demand than actual available service. I know
1: a bunch of people signed up for it, but never used it. Probably because they didn't know if it was valid or
0: not. After the five day wait list closes, those that make the cut will be notified of their selection and according to what has been said. It's they're gonna be asked to choose from three different price tiers, $10, 20 and thirty a month. Each of the different tiers provide a certain number of credits that the user can use to watch movies each month. This could be an effective way to increase both demand and service moving forward, as the previous movie pass allowed an unlimited amount of users t- to watch any amount of movies they wanted to each and every week. If you're not selected for the wait list, though, don't panic. Just see if one of your friends did. Each selected member will receive 10 invites that they can distribute for immediate access. Wait, is this a multi-level market? <laughs> I hope not. While it might be understandable to be a little skeptical about this MoviePass resurgent, we can't help but be intrigued by some of the new measures. Hopefully, we will get to put them to the test when the official beta opens on September 5th. (laughs) How long will this incarnation last? Who cares? I think it's about time to tie MoviePass to a damn tree and give it the double tap treatment! Old Yeller style.
1: HBO Max is cancelling yet another group of animated series and films. Oh, it must be another day that ends in Y. After last week's proverbial bloodbath of scrubbing nearly 40 mostly animated series from the streaming platform, we've recently learned that the hit to animation hasn't stopped yet. According to Variety, six more upcoming animated projects have been cancelled, including Batman the Caped Crusader, the follow-up to Batman the Animated Series from executive producers Bruce Timm, J.J. Abrams, and Matt Reeves.
0: Oh, wait, they, how dare they bruised him and Batman? What the hell?
1: Exactly. Additional projects getting the shaft include Merry Little Batman, Did I Do That to the Holidays, a Steve Urkel story, The Amazing World of Gumball, the movie, and two different Looney Tunes films, The Day the Earth Blew Up, a Looney Tunes movie, and Bye Bye Bunny, a Looney Tunes musical. Steve Urkel story?
0: Well, at least they've got their thumbs on
1: something. Fortunately, production on all of the projects is expected to continue with the intent to shop them around to other platforms outside of HBO Max, with Warner Brothers Animation serving as a studio for all but the amazing world of Gumball, which is being produced by HB Studios Europe. A Gumball movie would be amazing. Right? Oh my god, that show was so wacky, I loved it. The hashtag, hashtag FireDavidZaslov... Started trending on Twitter shortly after the second wave of animated project cancellation announcements in reference to the new Warner Brothers Discovery CEO. Safe to say that people are very unhappy with this decision, regardless of what it means for the Warner Brothers Discovery bottom line. And there's a lot to be unhappy about. But fortunately, they've got Aquaman 2 and The Flash to bank on, featuring two incredibly marketable stars, Amber Heard and Ezra Miller. Well, Warner Brothers, it would seem that. That's all, folks.
0: Researchers at a Florida university say small, but feisty species of carpet shark with an extraordinary ability to walk on land is evolving to better survive warming
1: seas and the climate crisis. I'm sorry, did you did you just say walking on land? Oh, hey, my baby. That was soccer? Dad.
0: Did you play games again?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Did you get another chance to be goalie? Um, we didn't play an all-play game. We really did like a Free free little game. Oh, okay. Cool. Did you have fun? Yeah. That's the important thing, babies. Love you. Epaulette. Do you think this is pronounced that way? Epaulette. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, the uh, epaulette shark, commonly found on shallow reefs of Australia and New Guinea, can walk for up to 30 meters on dry land using paddle-shaped fins and survive hypoxia, a deficiency of oxygen, for up to two hours. No place is safe now. The Florida Atlantic University biologist and their research partners in Australia say that these remarkable abilities enable the reef-dwelling sharks to survive increasingly hostile environments as conditions change.
1: Not that being on land is much
0: less hostile. Mary Ann Porter, professor of biomechanics at FAU's Department of Biological Sciences, said the sharks are able to slow and fast walk as well as swim, giving them an exceptional ability to cross land to reach more favorable environments that other species do not possess. Great. Now I'm picturing sharks chasing after power-walking grannies at the mall. <laughs> are not the only shark species known to have ambulatory, ambulatory abilities. In 2012, Reese... Nope. In 2013, researchers in Indonesia discovered a species that uses its fins to walk along the ocean floor, foraging for small fish and crustaceans.
1: But that's at least in the water. Not on land.
0: A 2020 study by researchers at the University of Queensland and international partners, meanwhile, found that at least nine species of shark used fins to walk in shallow water. But what sets apart, however, is their tolerance of hypoxia for a prolonged period and ability to not only survive being on land, but to be able to walk distances up to 30 times its body length. Now that's where we're at, folks. Walking Sharks. I mean what the hell's next? Will they learn how to find suburbs, wear clothes, knock on doors, deliver candy grams, dance for pop stars? Eh? eh? No. GRD is less than creative commons attribution through the Come check
1: us out on I Why? 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 No. I don't care
0: how small these things are, just the headline alone is terrifying, and someone's gonna have
1: to rock my ass to sleep tonight. Uh, we had a deal. They stay They stay in their water and I stay out. What the hell.
0: I mean, it was... Wow. If, if it scares the hell out of you, by all means, won't you share your terror? It's podcast at geekradiodaily.com. Of course, a voicemail or text message. Use these numbers. 510-G-R-D-C-R-E. The whole damn thing. It seems I found myself on the
1: voyage of the damned. Blah, 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 blah,
0: blah, 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 blah.
1: Good night, suckers. That was the most extraordinary thing I have seen in my entire life. Lot's full, mister. Look, don't give me that crap. You've got a space. Lot's full, so room. Find a spot, dickhead. Dickhead? That's right. Where's the manager? Dickhead?
0: Park the car, butt breath. Butt breath? Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold everything. That's a wig, isn't it? <clears throat> park the car. Yeah, that's a wig. Wig! Wig! Dong, dong, dong. Regular. <laughs> park Rig! the car. Regular. Shut up. Dong, dong, dong. Girls, run. On. A... what the hell's going on here? Hi, Lou. Lou? This rude little punk won't park my car.
1: Mahoney, park this car. Spangoli, take a look. If you can find us, do it now. Are you fired. Understand? Fired. Fired? That's not fair. The guy has a bad attitude.
0: What? Do it. Okay, I want you to apologize to this man, then park his car. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Get out of here. And clean the
1: ashtray while you're at it. They don't respect for anything. They don't respect the customers. They don't respect property. They don't respect respect. I mean, my Holy kid. shit! Jesus! It fits! Damn thing fits!
0: I thought there were no more spaces. Mind it or what?